Hey readers, welcome to The The Club! Club. The unfiltered book club podcast where we discuss all things fantasy, romance, pop culture, and our favorite topic, ourselves. We're your hosts, Ashlyn Clark and Katie Hoyt. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Club. I am one of your hosts, Katie, and I am here with my girl, Ashlyn. And Ash, is there anything that you like want to bring up or get off your chest? You're not going to ask me how I am, how my day was. Like, you're just going to launch no. right into this? Yeah, absolutely, because <laughs> what could be more important? Right. Okay, so the reason why, pretty much the reason why we – are doing a wrap-up episode this month is because I have huge news. Um, <laughs> we have a brand new clubber coming to the group mm-hmm. December 2023. Uh, I'm, what am I? 21 weeks pregnant now. The yeah. baby. So this is really exciting, obviously. Um, my first pregnancy. So it's been quite the whirlwind. And I think it's – I would – I would – dare to say Katie's like closest experience to pregnancy thus far. 100%. 100%. So tell us about it. How has the journey been for you so far? You know, not the best, but it's getting better. <laughs> like as the weeks go on, they always say that the first trimester is terrible and the second trimester, you just like wake up feeling brand new. I haven't experienced that yet, but, <laughs> but honestly, like now that I'm out of the first trimester, I'm, I'm really happy. I had hyperemesis my first, uh, well, it didn't really start till I was maybe six and a half weeks. And then it mm-hmm. lasted all the way up until I was like 16 weeks. So I was a little bit into the second trimester and it finally went, went away like right before I started work. Thank God. Um, yes. But yeah, since then it's been a lot easier, like smoother sailing, but still just like overall, the craziest experience like I've ever had. Yeah. Like you said, this is my like closest that I've ever been to someone else being pregnant and like, my God. So someone was telling (laughs) me the other day, like, I can't believe Ashlyn's already halfway there. And I was like, you're, you're literally joking. Like, I cannot (laughs) believe we have to do this amount of time again before the child is arrives that's how I feel it's what some days it's weird because sometimes I feel that way and some days I feel like it's flying but Mm -hmm. genuinely I found out as early as you can like as soon as I knew that that test might turn positive like I took one and so I think I told you like two weeks later if even so you've known for a lot longer than anyone else and it's for you I feel like it's taking forever but for me it kind (laughs) of ebbs and flows Depends on the week, depends yes. on the symptoms. And for our parents, they feel like it's creeping by. They're like, I'm so ready for this baby to be here. I'm like, you guys found out like 10 weeks ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've known double as long as you almost. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So I do, I feel like it's been forever. And even still, like, I get a little bit nervous talking about it because it was a secret for so long. Like, yeah. I even feel like you 
waited a little bit longer than some people do to even announce it. And you were telling some people like anyone, <laughs> it was kind of like on a need to know basis. Like if you were going to be around yes. someone for like a weekend, they had to find out because you were not well. No, <laughs> no, not well at all. And it was a need to know basis. We, we didn't even announce like publicly till I was over four months, mm-hmm. like just a few weeks ago. So I just, it's not that I wanted to wait that long. I just knew I wanted to be in the second trimester. And then once that came and I started working, I just didn't have time to like do the whole announcement yeah. thing. So we just kind of got around to it when we, when we got to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had to tell, so what I, all I have I done? I went on a bachelorette trip. I had to tell everyone on the bachelorette trip. Mm-hmm. I went to Taylor Swift. You guys mm-hmm. had to know because I was like vomiting left and right. Yeah. Um, it was not good. I actually don't know that I've done that many. Oh, I went to a wedding where I had to tell like the people that we rode with because I was like, you're, mm-hmm. if you do end up needing to pull over, like, <laughs> this is why I'm okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like really fun to tell everyone one by one because I like to do it in person and it just makes it more yeah. special. And when we told Katie and Hoyt, y'all, it was so cute. I think they were probably one of our first people that we told because yeah. it was an event in which we needed to be with them. It was Hoyt's birthday weekend. We were staying at their yeah. house in Huntsville. And so there was literally no way around the secret. So yeah. we wrapped up like this little onesie. Oh, do you want to tell the story? Oh, no, I, go I, ahead. You're great. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we wrapped up this little onesie and gave Hoyt this birthday card. And at the end, so Katie also, like her brother has a new baby, newish. She's one, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, and she's obsessed with Hoyt. Like, mm-hmm. will not let anyone else hold her when he's around. So I put at the end of his car, like, "P.S. I heard you'd make a great uncle." Mm-hmm. And he didn't read it out loud. I was videoing. He didn't read it out loud. He just sat it down, goes to grab the box, and I was like, "Hoyt, what does the card say?" <laughs> And he read it out loud and he just like looked around like, what does that mean? And Katie like pops up, bitch. She she was sitting down. Mm -hmm. She's standing straight up and runs over. She's like, no. (laughs) She was like, I was, I kept thinking to myself like that, like if I was watching this on Instagram, I would be like, oh, this is a, we're telling somebody we're pregnant moment. But like, it was not whatever the synapses in my brain like they were not firing nothing was happening I was like it feels like that's what's about to happen but like there's no way so even up until the point like after that Hoyt starts opening the box with the onesie I'm like looking at the pregnancy test and I'm like am I certain like am I reading the room correctly here like am I am I sure this is the right message that's being sent. <laughs> and then it was like for an hour later, she just like still couldn't wrap, wrap her head around it. We were trying to talk about other Mm-mm. stuff. And she's like, no, I'm not ready to move on from the conversation. No, no. Ashlyn like starts talking about something else. I was like, hold up. Like <laughs> you have not answered my deranged, deranged questions. I'm asking you so much stuff. I'm doing on the, the math on the last time you had your period. I'm like, so that's the reason why you're taking fish oil. Like literally what? I, I feel like it was like such a shock 
to my system, which I'm so glad that you did it the way that you did because I love like a surprise. I've always like wanted to get to react to that kind of mm-hmm. yeah situation. But because I had no warning signs, like at that point you were six weeks and I had six weeks of information to gather and you just want <laughs> to talk about what we're eating for dinner. It's, it like, is funny because like, no. but the thing is, whenever you're six weeks pregnant, you're really only four weeks pregnant so anyway it's just it was just funny because she was asking like the most random like off the wall shit and I'm like (laughs) it's hard not to though because you have to understand we text all day we snapchat all day we instagram message all day and there's no way for me to like hide anything from her unless I specifically like need to so it was probably but that was only two weeks, like, on my end, because I found out two weeks before. Uh, yeah. And not to mention, I had broken my ankle. Like, the week after we found out, mm-hmm. I broke my ankle during a workout. As if that – so that – we had to tell everyone at my uh, workout, like, class because – well, not everyone, but, like, three people that were, like, trying to help me to the car and, like, get me to the ortho place. And then – I don't know. It was just, like – crazy so I was like on a scooter in a boot like not allowed to put any weight on my foot rolling (laughs) around Katie's home (laughs) pregnant it was but you know what that kind of worked out in your favor because pretty much right after you left my house that's when you started getting like sick you had been really tired and obviously you had the broken ankle but pretty much like that week was when the like nausea and stuff had started but I also forgot that when you went to have it like x-rayed, you obviously had to tell them that you were mm-hmm. pregnant because that's not safe. And then had to tell your mother-in-law in, in a similar fashion. Oh my God. So our whole big plan, I had bought like all the moms, these cute little gifts. And we were going to do Mother's Day like announcement. I did it for my stepmom, my, my mom and Jake's mom. So I had these little boxes ready to go. But Fun fact, Jake's mom is our dental hygienist as well. <laughs> and so we're like on our way to her office, like for a cleaning. And she lit, I mean, she works an hour away. So um, it's not like we could just like turn around and get the box. But I had asked him on the way there, like, should we tell her? And he was like, no, I, I want to like do it. You already bought your stuff. Like, we'll just wait till you have the box. And we pull up, we were eating uh, lunch at this like random Mexican restaurant down the road. And he goes, you're due for x-rays. And I was just like, great. So um, we called her and we were like, hey, can you like wait on us in the parking lot? Jake had just gotten a new truck. So that was a good Mm -hmm. excuse. We were like, we want to show you Jake's new truck, like whatever. And she gets out of the car. She's like, what do y'all want to show me? And Jake was like, the truck. And she was like, well, I don't know if I believe you because this woman in my office, I told her what y'all said. And she said, Ashlyn's pregnant. And Jake was like... (gasps) Ashlyn's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Like she knew immediately that whenever we said we had something to show her, like about the truck, she was like, that's definitely a cover up for something else. So anyway, she kind of already had her suspicions, but I told her in a Mexican restaurant parking lot before she cleaned my teeth. So that, (laughs) but even though it was kind of a shit show of like a surprise, she was the first parent to know. So she gets that little aspect of it. Totally. It worked in her favor. It did. It really did. No, that's so funny. Well, I'm glad that you are feeling better now. And do you want to talk about 
gender? Do you want to talk about your due date? Uh, yeah, we can. Um, so due date is December 23rd, but my plan for now is not to get induced. So it probably mm-hmm. will go a little bit later than that, I assume, since it's my yeah. first kid. Um, yeah. We're not finding out gender until it comes out, which has been kind of up and down for me. Some days I really, really want to know what it is. Some days I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to like wait and find out like, you know, as a surprise. But Mm -hmm. you guys, I did a poll because I one day I was like, you know, I wonder what everyone else thinks it's going to be. It was almost 50-50. I think it was 51 boy, 49 girl on my Instagram poll. And there was a good number of votes. I want to say there was like 40 votes. Oh, wow. So y'all need to become more helpful and more uh, <laughs> organized in your decision making. And another thing that's been really frustrating is that um, Katie is like a little bit clairvoyant with some certain <laughs> things in the universe. She will not, will not predict a gender for my child. Mm-mm. I've begged. I literally cannot do it. Like you give off such gender neutral vibes and I swear like the other day there was this girl and she's having it's more prevalent I feel like I can tell with a second child but this girl the other day I like saw that she was pregnant and I just knew it was a girl like she does not know this there was woman not, yeah th- there was like not even one like moment where I didn't think that it was a girl I like go on Facebook through like all the the mutual friends that connect us <laughs> And I see, like, sure enough, she's pregnant and she's having a girl. But you, I literally cannot get a grasp. There was, like, one moment where I thought maybe it was a girl, but it was, like, not strong at all. The other day, I was thinking, boy, but, like, not really. And I just feel like I need, like, some kind of sign from the universe to say, like, the shadow of a doubt, which you actually (laughs) – kind of had that beyond a shadow of a doubt moment I did but it was too early I think I don't know yeah so okay I'll tell the story you you know twisted my arm (laughs) so early on in pregnancy I kept having dreams not that I was like giving birth but that I had a kid Mm. and the very first time it happened it was a boy I had like a boy toddler that was blonde, first of all. And I texted Katie and I was like, stay out of my head, bitch. Stay out of my kid's gene pool. Anyway, so. Literally. So. That's my baby. It, I think I think it really wants, it's trying to be. So the day I woke up, that day I woke up, I told Jake, oh my God, I had him. It's a boy. Do you think it's a boy? He's like, there's. There's literally no merit to that, but whatever. So whatever. Mm-hmm. So all day I'm like, oh my God, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy. And um, we take all of our like comforters and really big blankets to the laundromat so that we can wash them all and wash them all and dry them all in one load. Yeah. And Jake did that and came back home and was like folding them. And whenever he did a, I guess someone had left part of their laundry in the dryer by accident and a onesie, a baby onesie flies out of this blanket. And I was like, what is that? And I pick it up and it says little guy, big smile on it the same day the same exact day it was so insane but that was yeah i was really early. that was my first trimester when that happened yeah and since then i've had girl dreams too so now i'm just like all confused 
Yeah, it's like either the universe was trying to tell you like, okay, this is the one sign that you're going to get or it was just for was fun. Like really just yeah, she was just like she was just bored. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a with a mood. <laughs> just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah. And I don't blame her. That's okay. So how what about you? What have you been up to? How's the move been? Give me all the updates. Mm. Yeah, so pretty much it's done now. We have sold our house. We've moved. We're splitting our time between my parents' house, and I'm currently out. My parents have a camper that they have so graciously allowed me to use to cook and store all of my shit in. Um, I work out here, so it hasn't been too bad. And then um, Hoyt, for the majority of the time in the week, he's spending it in Birmingham, so we've been apart for a lot. But Weekends, we're just like making it work. The house stuff is all said and done. We um, got Hoyt. uh, Yes, thank God. We got Hoyt a car. So we're moving right along. We're hoping that they will start on our house next week. Like they they have to, or (laughs) you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah, but if they start next week, that puts y'all January of moving in. I I believe the like goal the goal is end of the year but we're kind of hoping like beginning of january we've already said we will not be moving furniture around the holidays like i'm so sorry but no it's a time of that stress no yes 100 (laughs) percent. so it has been absolutely crazy but it's over now and i've had people text me about like things that we've gotten invited to asking if we're coming and i'm like (laughs) If I could find your invitation, like I would have RSVP'd. I'm genuinely oh, no. so sorry, but yeah. like I don't know. I, I didn't even know that you were on that date. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's what's been crazy. When we went and got Hoyt's car, um, we bought it in Gadsden, and they were like, "What your what's your address?" And we were like, "Well, like <laughs> funny story." And they were like, "What's your address on your driver's license?" Which was our Huntsville mm-hmm. address. So once we buy the car, they're like, "You'll have to go to Huntsville to get your tag." <gasps> and like, remember, this is like the DMV. They don't work on the weekends, so you'll have to go. Like, that would be fun for you week. to do during the middle of the week. So much fun. So. Anyway, it has just been a little bit of a shit show, but things are, have calmed down now. You and I actually got to spend some time together this weekend. We and did. We swam. It was so nice. We did. And let's Do talk we about the talk weekend. About that? Let's dive right in. I should have started the episode with this. No. Um, no. <laughs> what we started with was the most pertinent okay. piece of information. So true. So true. Um, I'm so sorry that this episode is two days late. It's 1,000% my fault. But um, Katie no. and I were really pumped to be recording in person together. So we found an area that um, we could record in at Hoyt's like job, like kind of warehouse mm-hmm. area. And it was perfect. Like the setup was perfect. We got the light. We had like four ring lights. Like we had yeah. both the cameras go in. We had both of our little microphones. It was so much fun. We recorded the whole catch up episode, the whole entire Akatar episode, like done and dusted. We go home. We're like swimming. Well, home. Hoyt's <laughs> parents' house. We're swimming. Right, we're right. hanging out. We go home. And yesterday morning, Katie starts, you know, working on the editing process and I never set my microphone up like 
on the platform to record. So it was recording from my computer audio like 10 feet away from me. It was so muffled. So it's just unusable. Yeah. And I mean, we could have used it and you guys could have literally suffered through it and written us all, like put us on your list of people to kill. But we didn't (laughs) want to do that to you guys. Especially not on like the singular most requested episode of all time. 100%. 100%. But we can't, we, we can't deliver a subpar material. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. And, like, y'all don't even know how good the episode was. There's something about being in person. It completely changes oh, the, the dynamics, the energy. It was just – it was so much fun. It, it was so good. And we definitely plan to do it again. But in Ashlyn's defense, we – this being our first time doing, like, an in-person – we did not nary a test run, nary a – I wonder if this is going to work. We just no. went bebopping right into the studio. <laughs> like we knew what we were doing, yeah, and jokes right. on us. And yeah, I did tell Katie this, like it's 100% my fault. I take responsibility, but she's been my friend long enough to know that um, I'm more of an idea person. <laughs> like the execution is totally on someone else. So – for her not to have stepped in and made us do a test run, mm, kind of her fault too. That can, that can be on me, especially because I am the one who like works with the audio, video, all of that. That's stuff. true. You and are the production part of this shindig. So it's equal parts. Like we literally are so fucking re- stupid. Like I cannot. I can't put into words. How dumb Disapp- we are. Disappointed we doesn't even begin to cover it. I almost sobbed at work on Monday, but I held it together. <laughs> and you know what? We're here and we're going to somehow try to keep, keep the good vibes going <laughs> from totally. the old episode. And I don't remember everything that was said, but I feel like I know enough to where like if I said anything that like I need to re-say that. It's all yeah. stored, so we're not going to miss out any oh, good yeah. content. No, absolutely not. So one other thing that I know that we talked about was the seasons, how we it came up because we said that you're due like right around Christmas, which kind of works out um, pretty well. Like hopefully you'll get some good rest over the holidays. And Oh, I didn't can... know exactly what in regards you were talking about because everyone – everyone is bitching about my child having potentially the same birthday as Jesus H. Christ. And I'm like, you guys need to take that up with yourselves. Like, this is not my problem. Just because you want to open presents that day, you can come to my house and do it. Um, The way that if you have the baby child on Christmas Day, I will be at the hospital. I don't care. Like, forget you know, about my family. What's I've seen the them every year. This is day one of the fetuses who's not a fetus anymore. Yeah. They're alive. Exactly. You can catch me at the hospital, bitch. That's the type of energy I would like to see from my family. But everyone's like, oh, that stinks. I'm like, for who? <laughs> for who? But I do think I do think they're thinking like long term in the kid's life. Like, oh, they're going to wish they had a birthday. Have y'all met me? Y'all know how I do an event. Yeah. I do an event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. It's going to have a birthday. Everyone can calm down. Right. Um, and if my cervix can hold him in, 
him or her, I don't know, until January, then so be it. Like, Right. And like, my God, how many people have birthdays around Christmas? Like Everybody. we've been surviving. <laughs> they have survived. They've, they've lived to tell the They're tale. probably a little bit more mentally well than the rest of us. Like they're more hardened. They've experienced right. trials and tri- tribulations. <laughs> <laughs> they also are probably like pretty humble knowing that it's not always about them, you know, like and it's isn't that Capricorn season? season? So that's a lesson they could learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So something that I really want you to talk about again is people asking you about whether or not this child was conceived. Um, Purposefully? Correct. <laughs> no one warned me about the amount of times I would be asked that question. Mm-hmm. Allow me to be the warner of everyone who is like contemplating having a child in your future. Having to explain to your family members why you didn't tell them that you were trying will never not be. Well, it's like there's no way for it to be not be uncomfortable. Right. I'm like, what did you want me to say? (laughs) Exactly. You wanted me to just be like, mom, listen to this. We're raw dogging in the back. Don't worry. Like (laughs) day in and day out as often as possible. Yes. Like like all work, no play. Like what did you want me to say? And also it makes it awkward, especially if it like hadn't you know, however long it takes you to try, as they say, right? people in the know the whole time asking you about it. Like, why would I want that? Oh my God. No, it is so awkward because it's just like, it could be Tuesday and I'm eating lunch just thinking like, Ash and Jake, they're, they're going at it. (laughs) If if it's the right week, like I could just have that. Th- I don't want that. Like, I love you so That's much. That's exactly how I feel about it. Tell me, but if someone tells me they're trying, I'm like, I will not be looking at you the same again for a little bit longer. Exactly. And I mean, what does it matter? Like, the child was conceived the same way regardless. regardless. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and to be honest, like, there's just better ways to ask. Okay, perfect example. Jake's uncle was like, How did you? find out that you were pregnant and I was like oh what do you mean like I took a test and he was like no like what prompted you to take the test like did you feel really bad like whatever so I was like this is the perfect opportunity for me to say like it was on purpose right but until I offer up that information to you just don't even worry about it totally and if you're someone who's considering asking that question just like Take a step back. Just ask yourself for a second, like, what am I signing up for when I ask this question? How is this – knowing this information going to, A, either benefit me or impact me looking at this person and maintaining a friendship with them (laughs) moving forward? Like – like I said, you are my best friend. Like, you can tell me literally anything and you have. I'm not – dying to have the information you volunteered that information and that's totally fine I have no issues with knowing that I, as a matter of fact I'm like that's amazing because you guys got it on the first try <laughs> so <laughs> I know it's like, so, 
for friends, it's not as weird, I think. But for family members specifically, right. like my mom was like, why didn't you tell me y'all trying? I was like, why the fuck would I ever bring that up? But it's just, it's just one of those things. I think older people are just used to that. And to be honest, I used to be the type of person that would ask that because I didn't think it was inappropriate. Totally. But now I'm like, I don't care. Like if you're staying pregnant, you're staying pregnant regardless of conception. Exactly. Like the end result is the same no matter what. (laughs) So yeah, lesson, lesson learned for us all. Don't be asking people that. Um, Another thing that you should not ask people is what their, the names that they have picked out for the child are, unless (laughs) you have 100% mastered your poker face to not let them know your opinion on the name. If you can go into it and say, what name are you thinking? And regardless of what they say, you can put a smile on your face and say, that's beautiful. I love that name. Mm -hmm. Don't ask. Don't ask. If you're going to give a stank face, regardless of what they tell you, just like, don't, like, don't worry about it. You can hate on them whenever they post it on Facebook in a few months. (laughs) You can screenshot it and send it to all of your friends, <laughs> but don't try to be the person who tries to entice like a name change, especially if someone <laughs> comes to you and says, this is the name that we've decided on. That's your business is your business. You name your child what you want to name them. You don't worry about Brexley. Okay. I <laughs> So I don't know if our moms listen to this. I'm sure they don't. Why would they? Um, <laughs> but they need to hear this clip. Maybe we should edit this as a clip and put it on the reels. Because right. I told them if it's a girl, this is the name I want to choose. Mm-hmm. They, on a weekly basis, are sending me girl names. I'm like, ladies, did we not? Did we like purposefully? misunderstand this is the name I want to use and it's have I missed words like (laughs) were were you you're not hearing well no and they though the names that they send are so deranged also (laughs) like (laughs) it's crazy and so I don't know I'm just like you guys need to stop so the last time I asked like why are you still sending girl names and they were like because whenever I asked you about boy names you said there's a uh, like a longer list because I because I haven't picked one. Yeah, because I haven't picked mm-hmm. one. But your list for girl names are shorter. Because it might as well be set in stone. Right. Not because it's open for discussion. Right. The list is only one name long. <laughs> so So yeah. Let that let that um, settle. Think about it. Totally. So just, you know, we're learning a lot of lessons and it's been really great for me. Um as it is important, you know, that we talk about my experience with of course, your pregnancy. Of course, that's 50% of why we thought this podcast. It's about your life experiences. Exactly. So it's been really insightful for me. I've learned a lot, a lot of <laughs> lessons, a lot about anatomy, a lot about um, childbirth and yeah, what happens during the entire pregnancy process. And just suffice it to say, like, I genuinely hope that my experience, whenever I do um, make the decision or am blessed enough to carry a child, that my experience is vastly different from the one that you have had. And she means vastly better. And to (laughs) Katie and to everyone listening, I hope that all for you, like 
every <laughs> single person. I don't care if you're my middle school bully. Okay. <laughs> I hope it's better for you. Cause there were days of the first trimester that I was like, bitch, how do people do this multiple times? There's no way. Yeah. But now I feel yeah. a lot better. Um, other than just being like, severely overworked and like so much more tired than my peers like at baseline from like expending the extra energy um besides that like I've been feeling a lot better so now I'm like my mind is doing the thing where it's like Mm -hmm. you could all you could always do this again like you can do anything (laughs) totally you're strong you've you've survived I don't know what sort of like manipulative hormones are flying through my bloodstream right now but every time I see a an infant I'm like damn I could have six yeah so and you don't even have the one yet exactly exactly so something funny that I had mentioned is if you had not told me that you were pregnant I likely could have figured it out because when I go on the club Instagram and I'm looking at people's Instagram stories you know it shows you ads (laughs) in between baby I've been getting ads for strollers (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I forget like which Instagram account I'm on and I'll just start like scrolling, you know, like all the like discover page and whatever. Y'all, the stroller scene is nice, like expensive, don't get me wrong, but they have some really nice stuff out there if you have the means. I personally, I don't. I'm going to have to get like a booboo one this year, but by the time, (laughs) by the time I have a real job and no longer a resident, I'll be getting a nice ass stroller and I'm going to post it every time I'm literally walking my child three feet in the stroller. It will be going on my Instagram story. As it should, because like you got to get your money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Katie had the right idea. Like we could go and have these on one and they don't expire for like eight years or something. So she could then, or maybe it's five. I don't know, but then she could then use it. So that's still up on the table. If we want to do a nice one. (laughs) Let me know. And we just don't know how messy my kid's going to be. So that's true. But it really would work out perfectly because like it's going to be everything's gender neutral. So you could use it. Yeah, that's true. And that's been a really nice part of like looking for stuff like bassinet wise or um, Mm -hmm. stroller or whatever. I can I have every single excuse to get all black everything or like all like light gray. Like I feel like me and you are both the queens of like millennial taupe. You know? Oh my God. So that's what I was about to ask you. Are you going to be a sad beige mom? And just know that if the answer is yes, you have my full support. So we have this rental house that we're doing on like quote unquote nursery in like for those first six months, it's just going to get what it gets. Like, yeah, it's a spare room and it has a bassinet. So that's what it's going to have. And then um, whenever we move and have our own place, I might, I think my plans for the decoration part will be sad beige mom, mm-hmm. but the toys I will do bright colors. Cause that's like what stimulates their neurons. Right. Yeah. But right. their clothes the don't need to be orange. You know what I mean? Like as long as they can I, pick out the color in a lineup, they're good. <laughs> I could not agree more. I mean, we don't, I've always told everybody, like if you show up to my child's birthday party with a Minnie Mouse or Mickey Mouse, t-shirt you can kiss your three dollars goodbye because it is going to goodwill like I'm so sorry but and watch me eat my words because like the child will pitch a fit to have a Minnie Mouse dress and I will be purchasing (laughs) it but 
we should play this back for when I have a job. We should, <laughs> just to remind you, you know. But that's another – like I can't recommend doing this enough because whenever I have a bridal – or bridal – what? A baby shower, <laughs> there's not going to be the ugliest pink sparkly everything or mm-hmm. green dinosaur whatever. Like – Yeah. But – one bad thing is like everyone's like, oh, should we just like do yellow? Oh my god, why does that have to be yellow? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, literally, fuck no. Like, <laughs> you could do sage green, you could do light blue, you could do gray, you could do white, you could do tan, you could do cream. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't yeah. as you should. Oh, um, as you should. So anyway, all right. That's our rant for the day. Baby? I think that's all that's enough baby talk I think I think we've done it okay so let's move on let's talk about books what have you been reading what are you currently reading okay what am I currently reading I'm reading this book called Starbringer I'm pretty early into it like maybe six or seven chapters um Mm -hmm. and it's I think her name is like oh I have the thing right here yeah let us know Okay, it is by number one New York Times bestselling author Tracy Wolf and Ooh. Nina Croft. So there's two people that are writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, to say it needs work. Oh no! Is <laughs> genuinely an understatement. And I, again, I'm very early on in it. But the reason I got it is because they had it on a shelf in Barnes Noble with fourth wing which love obsessed would die for mm-hmm. and when i checked out the guy at barnes noble was like oh you're reading tracy's new book like she's so good blah 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 tracy yeah on a first name basis <laughs> he apparently like went to one of her events and like literally did meet her so they're oh besties now apparently anyway i then after i purchased the book saw on tiktok that someone was like when you find a book that's better than fourth wing so my hopes skyrocketed. And so once, as soon as I finished, I've had it for a few weeks, but then I wanted to finish Akatar and everything. Mm-hmm. So y'all, the writing could not be less mature. It's like mm-hmm. sarcastic saying like, fuck every five minutes, which is sometimes funny, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's, You'd have to read it. If anyone has read Zodiac Academy, it's very similar to that style of writing. Just really immature, really not well-developed. But I do think the same with Zodiac Academy. Like, I do think that the plot line has potential. Yeah. It's based out of space, like different planets and stuff. So that's kind of (laughs) cool. I'm currently in my Star Wars shirt. So I'm very on board with the theme. I just wish that – right the substance was given to me in a better way. Gotcha. Yeah. You sent me that, um, the photo of just like one of the pages last night. I could not make it through because (laughs) one thing that I hate about a character is when they blab, like they, they talk nervously or in this instance, she was like going through her thoughts and they're all like sarcastic. I was like, yeah. Have you made one point? No, like, that's stop. how it always is. It takes a whole page to get to, like, the thing that happened. Exactly. It's, like, just, like, euphemism after euphemism and little, like, slang. And I'm, like, 
but what are you trying to say? Like, I genuinely, can we move on to the next part of this thought? I know. It, it was not great. And by the way, like, I have not read this book. Um, you kept saying like, I'm going to start Starbringer. And I kept thinking, what is that? And then I remembered that it was this book. Whoever said it's better than fourth wing. Are you okay? Like, no, deeply unwell. No, it isn't. You need to like look it's- inward. Mm-hmm. Go to therapy. Really dig right. deep into what made you think yeah. that. And if in two weeks I come back and say, you know what, I was wrong. The plotline really is good. I still don't think I would think it was better than Fourth Wing because, as yeah. a reader, so much of that like experience to me is if the writing was good or not. Hundred. If you have good ideas, 100%. but if you can express them in a way that is enjoyable for me. Absolutely. And really, like, I feel like good writing, it doesn't have to be hard. It just has to go, everything has to fly through my subconscious without surfacing, you know? Like, I don't need to pick oh, up on that's any a good trends. Way to describe it. You know, like, I need to just be reading it and have no thoughts about how you've worded something, the kind of like the cadence in which you state things or punctuation or anything as long as it's flying below the radar we're golden I, I I will have no notes for you I agree I agree but not this book it's con it's constantly bringing you out of that like subconscious state to re- to yeah. like piss you off but that's all I'm reading right now yeah. I like was fighting myself not to crack open a Court of Miss and Fury as soon as I finished mm. Agatar. But I just want to give myself some more time to – because I, I want to finish it like right before episode. So I'm like really amped yeah. and ready to go. Totally. No, I was the exact same. And also I did not want to start dabbling, like crossing storylines because obviously oh, a from lot where it like ends and picks up. Yes, totally. Yeah. So, so I – did not do that, but I was dying to just like immediately go straight into because it's so um, good. math. So, what yes, about you? I what are reading right now? So, right now, I'm actually reading Love on the Brain, which is something that you recommended oh, yeah, to Hazelwood. me. And I have been devouring this book like right before we came out to record. I read probably like a hundred pages just Good. flying through it. Um, and it's just like a really easy read. I, I actually don't like love the main character and I'm not just like totally vibing with everything, but I'm dying to get to the romance. Yeah. The, the, the peak of the romance. I agree. But yes. because it was an easy read for me, I agree that like, I don't feel like the main character was as relatable you know, as others, but I don't think I needed her to be either because I wasn't like so invested in her. It's like 200 pages. I totally, yeah, I totally, I completely agree. So I also read Happy Place and I posted (sighs) my review on stories, but I just wanted to speak briefly about it here that I was in such a like specific headspace I was on my period I was away from my husband it was like very much sad girl hours like listening to folklore and just like the most like obscure songs like I had epiphany on repeat Mm. I had this is me trying seven it was like so (laughs) 
such a bizarre headspace. And well, just happy place could that, not have fit more perfectly into that then. Exactly. It was just kind of like if you like when you're single, this happened to me a lot. I would like want to be sad about the fact that I didn't have a boyfriend. I would like watch a rom com and just kind of like twist that knife for some sadistic reason. I have no idea why. Yes, literally. And that was similar to what happened with Happy Place. Like I was just in the right headspace to be able to tolerate that well. And I gave it four and a half stars. It was great. There was a lot of shifting back and forth between the past and the present. And that was literally infuriating but other than that it was so good um and then yeah i finished um what was that called a call of the void which was the third book in the series that i've been reading for ever months (laughs) at this point um the third book was not as good as the first two books and then there are two books left in the series and so i'm hoping to finish that in the next six months i guess Okay. But yeah. I really want to read From Blood and Ash because I have not read it yet. And I have a friend, Abby Porter. She wants to read it with me. Um, and so we will see how that goes. But I want to be in on that because I need to reread before the next everything okay. comes out. I don't know if I'll have time because they're right. thickies. But I'm not kidding. <laughs> So that was the very first series that I ever read that was fantasy. And I read the first book in a night, like one night. Yeah. It was so good. I do think that like you're going to lose a little bit of the excitement that I had when I first started because you're used to really good fantasy writing. And to me, like compared to Sarah J or compared to like other people, it's a little subpar. And there were things that I could pick out that I hated even back then. So I think you're – and I have definitely some eye rolling moments, but the story is really good. It does get really okay. twisty and convoluted at the end. So that's why I'm going to have to reread because I'm like, I'm not going to remember any of these people, which is how I felt yeah. about Alcatar too. So it's not like it's a bad negative thing. It's just, I need a refresher. A hundred percent. So you're welcome to join us on that journey if you Beautiful. want to, but um, I think we're going to read it. So speaking of Abby, she recently finished reading Throne of Glass. Um, and I have something that I absolutely have to get off my chest. Okay. And that is, and I need everyone to like really lean in close because I need, <laughs> I need you people to hear what I'm about to say. If you are someone who is recommending that people read the Throne of Glass series and you are advising them to read Assassin's Blade first. Oh, my God. Jail time. What what is wrong with you? Like, you are so – you are scum. (laughs) You are uneducated. You're – you're – what is wrong with you? It's unethical. To do that to someone, to deprive someone of the journey, to read it in the order that it came out. That's not right. You're wrong, period. The way in which it was meant to be read, like Mm -hmm. she did it for a reason. Like you guys are just trying to jump the gun. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. And I agree. I think that like if you are someone who hasn't read Throne of Glass or if you did read Throne of Glass – 
under the direction of someone like this, send me their personal address. Correct. And I don't just want to talk. No, um, I'm going to be needing like social security number because I do plan to ruin their lives as they have ruined yours. Like it's only fair. And as an Enneagram one, it is my job. It's the rules. To make sure to make sure that justice is served and my God, it will be. And it has been. Just getting this out there, I truly feel, I feel vindicated. Good. You should. I think that is probably the most important thing we've said on this podcast today. You know what? You might be right. I think so. So, um, do we have anything else that, that we missed? I don't think so. I think we're just kind of shooting this shit. Our next episode is of course the Akatar episode. And we are hoping and praying that we get a lot of new girlies on since this is a much more Mm -hmm. relatable book topic. Um, so we are going to start with a very short intro about ourselves. So if you want to, skip through that little part. If you've been here for a minute, if you're a true clubber, um, just be aware that we're going to do that at the beginning. But we are so excited to jump in to Mm -hmm. the world of SJM with y'all. Absolutely. So that will be uploaded the same day. Is this one you can just hop right over to it if you're ready? Um, And yeah, I think that's all we have. Yeah. So great. So us out. Yeah. Thank you all so much for joining us on The Club, the book club podcast that hopefully won't put you to sleep. We're available anywhere podcasts can be found. Um, make sure that you subscribe to our channel, whether you use Apple, Spotify, or any other platforms. And if you're watching on YouTube, we are excited to say that we'll be back with um, video and audio together next month. And if you don't mind um, subscribing to our channel and giving this video a thumbs up, and if you have any recommendations of books that you want us to read in 2024, because this will be taken up the rest of our year, um, this SJM little tour, um, please just send that to our Instagram DMs at the club girlies. No, girlies of the club. That's right. Yes. And then you can also email us at theclubgirlies at gmail.com. Yep, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we will see you in the Akatar episode. Bye. Bye.